Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. And welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins alongside the great, the man, Matty Wilcox. How you doing, Matty Stats? What's up, Junk? Man, it was a great weekend. Not so much for the Hogs, but a lot of other things going well this weekend. That's right. That's right. I'm, I still feel pretty good, just not quite as good as last week. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I will say, I wanted to mention this real quick. So, you know, Pee-wee, my Pee-wee Panthers, third grade. Yeah. You know, Clint, oh, my, my, my eight-year-old. Clint Vegas. Oh, Clint Vegas. You know, Clint's. Clint's about a 140-pound third grader. He's a he's a big lad. He is. He's a big boy, but he's super athletic. Right. You know, uh, he's he's been playing defensive tackle. And uh, of course I'm 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 coaching defense, so I'm back there behind him. Yeah. And uh he goes and he hits the center and and the quarterback takes the snap, but it's just kind of ugly and he, he drops it. And I'm like, it's right at Clint's feet, and I'm like, dude, fall on it. I mean, <laughs> I'm saying this in my mind, I'm like, follow, get it, get it. Clint looks down. Scoops it, baby. Oh yeah, picks it up, <laughs> and he's he's looking around for a second, and then he takes off running. There's like three kids like grabbing him, yeah, and they just fall off. <laughs> and he goes and he's trucking, you know, and he goes about 15 yards, and they finally get him in the leg, and he goes down. <laughs> Dude, he come off the field. His eyes were like truck tires fired I mean, they, up. They, he was fired up. That was probably the funnest thing I've ever had as a a. a sport father you sure, know an athlete sure. father it was so much that's fun. awesome man yeah that's good stuff but uh had some great football friday night in the state we did we did yeah. had some great high school action in the state absolutely um we'll go ahead and get started as bad as i've been dreading it yeah we'll talk about hey our- uh youtube oh yeah tell us about it we got the youtube up tonight uh first time ever yeah probably gonna be a little uh Rough start, a little rudimentary. That's right. It's going to be a learning experience, <laughs> but right. uh, I think it'll allow some people that don't podcast sure. to see. Now, one thing I thought about this afternoon is there's some things that they won't hear, right? Like we just did the play-in music, sure, sure. And so anything that we don't say, you know, in the room here between us, yeah, in the American Safeguard Insurance <laughs> Studio, right? That uh, it won't pick up, but. You know, unless we have a guest or something, and we'll figure that out when the time comes. Oh yeah, we'll we'll be learned by the end. You got to start somewhere. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, speaking of American Safeguard Insurance Studio, do you know we're going to have a new studio? I do know that. Okay, so building a new building right right across the street from here. It's awesome. It's going to be impressive. Yeah, and they have designated a studio. For That's us. what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> talk about buying in, Are Jeremy they- Davis. Are they Jason putting Smith. a statue of you up in the in the new building? You know, last board meeting, I brought it up. <laughs> got kind of quiet in the room. Right. A little awkward. A little awkward. <laughs> but those guys have been awesome. I mean, you know, they're my boss. You you know, you used to work here, too. Yep. Uh, great guys. You know, best place I've ever worked. Man, it's great. It, it is. It's hard to be. I mean, it's very seldom do you find a place that you can come to work every day. And you don't – I mean, it's not, not to say that you dread to go to work every day, but – you actually enjoy coming right. here. The people are great. You have yeah. fun. You laugh every day. You laugh. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just it's a wonderful place. It's to one work. of those deals where even when you don't have things to do, like you know us commercial agents, we don't honestly they don't want us here if, sure. if we're not doing something here because yeah. they want us out selling. But there's a lot of times that you're like, I just kind of want to go because 
it's fun. Yeah. You know, these guys, we we pick at each other, we gig at each other, That's and right. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So tell us about the hogs. Yeah, man, it kind of flat this weekend. Number eight hogs, four and zero going into into Georgia. They were four and zero on the season. The number two team in the nation. And let me tell you something. They are the yeah. number two team in the nation. You know, it, obviously they were good, but let me tell you that a, a lot of the way the game started had to do with the environment. Absolutely, they, and they, they, it just intensity, and we were just a little shell shocked. Oh my goodness! Well, I mean, we kind of all thought, "Hey, it's a good thing to play them at eleven o'clock because they won't be juiced." Right. Wrong. Wrong <laughs> answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were fired up. <laughs> So and, and that's what I've got in my notes. I mean, you know, we come out. It was twenty-one to zero before I think we ever got out of the locker room. Yeah, like it was. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, you just can't start like that against a team of that caliber and expect to to have a good ball game. And so they jumped on us early, kind of whipped us. And you know, line of scrimmage was my biggest. Sure. You know, they just they just manhandled us on both sides of the ball. But uh, you know, one thing to look at after I kind of calmed down and, and got over my mad spell. <laughs> But, you know, defensively, we didn't play terrible. No, we didn't. I no. Mean, well, you th- you think about that 21.7 of it come off a pump block. Right, right. And then if you look at the stats, and I know probably Kirby Smart pulled the reins back a little bit in the second half, just out of respect for yeah. Pittman. But even at that, they're still running the ball. Yeah, and through the third quarter, we'd only given up like 230, 240 yards. Yeah, and I think, yeah, we ended, they ended up rushing it 56 times for 273 yards, which yeah. is only 4.9 a carry. Right. Which is not great defensively, but it's not – if you look at the score, you'd think it'd be a lot worse. Right, absolutely. So, one thing that I, I was really disappointed with was our offense. Oh. I mean, it, it, it was just, just lost. It was just bad. Yeah, well, and we just looked lost. Yeah. And I mean, and the play calling, I was real disappointed in. Yeah, the third down play calling is, is – so Can you tell me why, you know, it seems like we go – we either go to our check down a lot or that is – what our plan is, I, but what I want you to tell me is how come the guy that's even with the line of scrimmage is trailing birds? I don't. Is know. that not the guy you want downfield? Absolutely. To? Yes. I mean, why are you checking down to him? I don't understand it at all. I mean, and as 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 big and physical and fast he is, he's not the quickest guy on the team, and, no. you, and the guy you want getting the ball out in open space, you know, even with the line of scrimmage, somebody's going to make a move. That's right. And he's the guy you want using his hands yes. Yes. up in the air. I, I don't get it. I don't either. And, you know, here's another thing, too, is like, you know, we pro- we all thought we were a little overrated. Or me and you thought yeah, we were a little yeah. overrated. Uh, we thought that um, Georgia was probably a number two team in the country. Sure. And But we didn't expect to come out and get dominated like we did. No. We, well, me and you both said there's no way we're it's a three-point. Right. Three-score. Three-score. Right. We were wrong. We were wrong. But, uh, you know, in summary, I put here, um, did the Hogs – did we think the Hogs would win? No. no. Did we feel like the Hogs were a little overrated? Yes. Did we expect to get absolutely dominated? No. You just got to chalk this one up, learn from it, and move on. Because let yeah. me tell you something. Ole Miss – got beat just as bad just as bad as we did That's by right. Alabama. So we go to their place this week and, and we gotta get over this and move on because I think we can beat Ole Miss. I think we can beat Ole Miss too. I think Georgia can beat Alabama. Man, I'll tell you you know, we, what'd you pick the game by eight, ten? Yeah, I picked something. eight, you picked ten. I thought that was a pretty good pick. Right. Until I saw them interview Georgia's linebackers in street clothes. And I, I wanted to change my pick. <laughs> Dude, those that, guys are impressive. Dude, man. that number ninety nine. God, he's a mountain. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, he's just 
humongous. And when he tracked track down Traylon Smith yeah. at the sideline, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a long it's bad. <laughs> bad deal here. <laughs> All right, so let's move on from that one. Ole Miss this week, the Hogs dropped to number 13 in, in the country. Um, Ole Miss is at 17. Ole Miss. And let me say, yeah. I, I didn't know that until you just said that. I hadn't seen rankings. Yeah. That's probably where we, we belong. Yeah, I agree. The only know, thing- I, I'm kind of glad to hear that. I, I thought we might go a little further. But I think that 13 is probably pretty yeah. accurate. only thing I would argue is that they've got Oklahoma State ranked in front of us, and I, I don't Well, and Oklahoma continues to barely beat yes. teams that are not good. Right. So Ole Miss, offensively, they're dynamic. We know that. Matt Corral's uh, probably the favorite for the Heisman right now. Um, I don't know after Saturday's game if he still is, but he's one of them up there. I mean, he's having a heck of a year. But offensively, as a team, they're putting up 44 points a game on offense. They're passing for 306, rushing for 244 for a total of 549 yards a game. Defensively, I think we can get to them because they're giving up 217 yards through the air and 152 on the ground. And uh, Matt Corral, 87 for 125, 70% on the year for 1,210 yards. Here's the real key stat for him, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah, and th- and that's that's awesome. Uh, has, has KJ – he didn't throw one Saturday. No. He? So, he still hasn't thrown one yep. either here. I, I don't know. I think he may have thrown one early. I, I thought he did too, but I saw the other day that he hadn't. I'm like you, though. I think he did. Yeah. Um, I tell you what impresses me about Corral – he can run with the football. He can. Like, I, he's very elusive. Yeah, I've got on here. He's he's got six rushing touchdowns on the season. So yeah, yeah, and, and watching him run the ball, I mean, he's yeah. he's elusive. Yeah, there are two running backs, uh, Henry Parrish and Jerryon Ely, are pretty good out of the backfield. They both have over two hundred yards rushing on the season. Uh, Dontario Drummond has twenty four catches, three hundred eighty two yards, and then Jonathan Mingo's their their go to target. He didn't play against Alabama. I think he's a little dinged up. Yeah. But he's had fifteen catches. Well, I hope some of them are dinged up this week. <laughs> no doubt. So what do you feel like going into going into Ole Miss? I, I, I wish we weren't playing them there. Yeah. That's that's a big advantage to them. You it know, is. that's a tough place to play. Absolutely. Um I feel like defensively we'll look like a, a lot different team than we did against Georgia. Yeah. I think we'll be able to get after them a little bit. I do too. One thing, um, and I don't like to be a, a whining homer, but they held us like our off the edge. They were holding us the entire game, and they threw flags on us the entire game, and they never flagged their offensive line. The calling was atrocious. It was bad. It's not the reason we got beat. No. It's not the reason we got beat as bad as we did. Right. But it was bad calling. Yeah, like we were getting held yes. off the edge all day long. That's- and uh, you know, if you if you you know our edge players, if you take that away from us, yeah, it's it's a, it it hurts us. I did, did you watch Ole Miss Alabama? Uh, I watched about the first half. Yeah, I I just think that we're way more physical than they. Oh, are. I do too. And so I, I think I think Pittman's the right man that sure. that'll get us. He'll move move us past this. He'll get them motivated again. Sure. We'll be ready to play, and I think we'll come out on top on this one. I and really I think do. Pittman probably expected that to happen Saturday. Yeah, I mean. He, he built that offensive that's right. line. That's exactly right. <laughs> he knew what we were going up that's against. That's exactly right. So, all right, that's enough of the hog talk. We'll move on to UCA. Got back on the winning winning track this last Saturday against an improved Abilene Christian team. Uh, UCA won 42-21. to Mr. Braylon Smith had a heck of a game. Good kid, man. Good guy. 28 for 38 for 358 yards, five touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Wow. And then Lawan Winningham, who will play in the league one of these days, yeah. Eight catches for 211 yards and one touchdown. 
They've got two kids. That Tyler Hudson kid will also be played in the league. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, they play West, Eastern Kentucky at home this Saturday. And then Arkansas State lost again uh, to Georgia Southern. So Georgia Southern went one and one in the state of Arkansas this year. Hang on. Back to the UCA game. Yeah. Did your illegitimate son, he transferred from <laughs> Eastern Kentucky. He, he left and didn't he tell me. I had to look him up. He didn't send a, a dear dear John letter? No. I mean, I was looking for his stats at Eastern Kentucky and found out he transferred to Bowling Green. Green. He just went across the state. <laughs> you know, we need to take a road trip one weekend. <laughs> we you know, do. we need to – it needs to be a family reunion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, have, have you talked to Coop about maybe looking at Bowling Green? No. That would be cool if, you know, yeah. he's a receiver, Coop's a quarterback. Cooper Wilcox to Matt Wilcox. <laughs> For the touchdown, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, me. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, Arkansas State lost to Georgia Southern 59-33. And they don't look now, but they got number 15, Coastal Carolina, coming to town. So Yes. Get ready, son. Yes. They're the real deal. It's going to be a bad one up there, I'm afraid. I'm going to tell you, I, I, I've always been a, a Red Wolves fan. But I'm going to tell you, I, I'm so disappointed with the Chad Morris Jr. they got going over there right now. Well, didn't you tell me that they're the the quarterback threw three three, three picks, picks Saturday and and Hatcher still didn't get to play. Hatcher came in. He oh, was he did. four for six with a touchdown. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Lane Hatcher sitting on the bench, a kid that has been magical over there, and this guy Bush Jones comes in and brings in fifty two players. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it completely undoes what Arkansas State football has been about successfully That's about right. for the last decade. I mean, it's a dumpster fire. I hate to pull against them, but I'm so ready for them to lose enough that they get rid of him. Yeah, well, and I, I hate to say it, I really don't. I mean, I'm pulling for them because I, I, they're they're part of our state. It's just, and, it's just it's put a bad taste. In yes, yeah, absolutely for sure. And and it's it's not going to get any better. For, no, not this week for no. sure. No, and and all these kids that that have been there. They're talking about quitting. Yeah. Just from our inside sources, That's they're, they're not, saying we're not coming back. It's just a bad situation. It is. Well, let's move on from college talk and let's get into a little high school action. So let me tell you, we we go we're going to uh, Clarksville, right? Yep. And I always stop and and I take all the guys on the on the broadcast crew. I take them to eat mm-hmm. somewhere and I buy their supper. Right. And we go to Wendy's, and uh, I'm in line and JB's behind me, right? Yeah. You know what he says? Mm-hmm. You know I always I always try to wear a Panther shirt and then I usually wear my ASI blue right. hat. JB goes, I don't think I've ever seen somebody wear their hat on the very last snap. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's I, just rude, man. I was like, I said, son, there's a lot of knowledge in this head. <laughs> <laughs> the guy behind him was rolling. Say, uh, by the way, you're paying for your own dinner. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You better say that after I pay for your meal. <laughs> Hurt my feelings, but you know I don't know that I know anybody that has to wear theirs on the last snap either. So I went with the grilled chicken after that. <laughs> oh me! So let's talk about these picks yeah, from last man. week. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. okay. You two people, you're not going to get to hear this. Right. We're going to figure out how to get all this to where maybe we can plug in like a speaker or something, yeah. so YouTube can hear it too. But I'm fixing to play Maddie's jingle. Oh yeah, because Maddie was victorious. It's all tied up, baby. It's awesome. I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. 
I tell you what, Maddie, you you earned it, my man. You earned it. And hey, you know, I was right there behind you. You were, but you did. You pulled it off. Magnolias, I think, is what I'm going to say the one that got me. Yeah. But let me tell you, Maddie was 88. percent Man, Maddie's over there getting that scholarship. <laughs> That's right. You know that. You know we went from D students to hey, we're on the come up, trying baby. to get that scholarship. That's right. I was eighty four percent. I was twenty two or twenty five, and Matt was twenty one or twenty five. Hey, I almost caught you on the scoring though. Yeah, I saw that. You were eight point oh nine seven. I was seven point eight five. You know we haven't had a tie yet to where we've had to use that for nah, the tiebreaker. We haven't. Breaker. We haven't. So we haven't. So it's all tied up. It is for man. the season. It is tied up. That's son. awesome. It's going to be fun. That's the best week to date. But Bef- yeah, between yeah. The I two mean, of that's us. the first time both of us. Have, I think you had. I a, think I had a B the first week. Yeah, I think. And you're since right. then, we've been C's. Maybe a B here and there, but C's and D's yeah, mostly. I think you're right. Yeah, but we're both in the B's. Mama, Mama's proud of it. <laughs> got a good report card. All right, so now we're gonna go into our player highlights from last week, and well, week, we got a bunch of them. week five. Man, there was some great performances last week. So we'll start with uh, Conway. Donovan Malo, the sophomore quarterback at Conway, who is making a huge difference for this Cats team. He was 16 of 26 passing for 191 yards and three touchdowns. And Boogie Carr, the running back there in Conway, carried it 20 times for 134 yards. Have you seen Amalo, uh Have you seen highlights? Like, yeah. have you seen him how he – they snap the ball and he, he flips, flips it. it. Yeah. He's pretty Dude, smooth. He's smooth. He is. <laughs> he's smooth. Kid's a sophomore. Uh, he's going to be special. Like, this was a big – I don't want to say fine because they knew he was there, but I think when we talked to Coach Fibber the other day, it was kind of like a you had he had to grow up. Like, oh yeah, right now. Well, and I, you know, talking to Manny a little right. bit, right? Manny was saying the same thing. Yeah, he was like, "Man, I, I'm a little bit worried about our quarterback position because we don't we don't we don't know who it's going to be." Right. When we had three or four kids, but, that's right. And this kid, this just, kid was a ninth grader. He just stepped up. That's right. Yeah. Now he's a sophomore. By the way, Manny Smith was our Faulkner County Player of the Week last week. That kid, you know, you see Manny, you stand by him. He's like five four. And the kid is, you know, he's small. He's little, dude. Yeah. He is so fun to watch. Did you like, see the 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 picture of him uh, mossing that kid? No. Oh my gosh, I'll have to show you. After yeah, you'll show. have to show me. It's, but I've seen so many highlights of him over the last year, and even seven on seven this summer. Like he is special. Yeah, he is. And he's an unbelievable young man. Oh, fantastic kid. So who you got up next? Let's see, uh, Benton. Yeah, Cam Harris over at Benton. Seven catches, 213 yards. Wow. Three touchdowns. Great, uh, great game for Cam there. Uh, Chris Bernard also at Benton, 33 yard interception, returned for a touchdown. And I had to bring, I had to, I had to put Donovan Pearson in there, yeah. you know, because his mama, little home, she's, home blood. She, that's right. She's she a Hornet. <laughs> she she a Mill Springs Hornet. His, you talk about a good family, man. Her mom and, and just her, her, her cousins, the whole family, just good people. And, uh, but Donovan, he he had a touchdown reception, and he's been a big player all yeah, year for them. Absolutely, they. Uh, I think, um, I think her nephew is playing for PA. Is that right? I need to ask her because I'm pretty sure that is. That's cool. Her nephew that's over there at PA because they kind of go back and forth and watch them. Gotcha. And yeah. So yeah, good family, good good family, and good athletes. Hey. All right, tracker. Is it wided? Yeah, wided, and you know I didn't even put the school there, did I? No, but he had nine tackles against, against Monticello. Mon- yep. So whoever played Monticello, I don't, who played Monticello I don't need. Yeah. I don't um, need. I tell you, I, I do. I think I do know because I think I had put Monticello. Hamburg. He's from Hamburg. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. All right. So that brings us to the next one. Fountain Lake. You know, uh, Nashville 
is just struggling this they year. Struggling. And, and they ran against uh, ran against Fountain Lake this Friday night and, and, and took it on the chin. Steve DeArmond or Stephen DeArmond, two hundred twenty one yards rushing, five touchdowns. Very nice, Stephen. Yes. Great game. In Jacksonville, have two standouts here: Martavion Casey had twelve carries for one hundred nine yards and one touchdown, and Kentrell Thompson. 18 carries for 192 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Jamario Ballantyne from Newport, 16 carries, 169 yards and a touchdown. That's 10 a carry right there, Bubba. Pretty good. Oh, also from Newport, Kylan Crite, three catches, 165 yards and three touchdowns. Goodness gracious. That is a game. That is pretty good uh, per catch average. Yes. All right, Greenbrier we go. Mr. Nick Hewitt, man, this kid is a football player and has been since the fourth grade. Oh, well, he's had a beard since the fifth grade. <laughs> Absolutely. So he had 12 carries, 88 yards, and one touchdown. He also had 10 tackles and had a forced fumble in that ball game. And then Cooper Wilcox had 65 yards rushing and two touchdowns and was 9 of 14 passing for 125 yards and one touchdown through the air. I didn't have all the stats on that. Was it 65, right? Yeah. I knew it I was think. real close. 66, 65. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. All right, Brandon Scott over at Charleston. He was one of our players of the week last week. Uh, kids just good. You know, you, you look at kids that puts up numbers like this past end rush, and he threw for 121 yards and ran for 111. Very nice. Jared Payne at Warren, 62 yards receiving, one touchdown, and a 42-yard interception return for the TD. Took it to the house. Yep. And then Traylon Jackson from Warren, 13 carries for 136 yards and a touchdown. And here's three in a row here from Valonia, and they had a <laughs> – their offense is just really impressive. It is right. Um, you know, Austin Myers, another one, another player of the week last week. This was uh, so impressive. 34 for 46, 519 yards passing and seven touchdowns. That's that's a season for yeah, some people. that's right. That's right. Uh, Jamison Hensley, uh, he had 13 catches for I believe it's 212 yards. I don't think it's 2,112 like I put down here. But uh, in a touchdown, um, he was the scorebook live player of the week last week. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Cannon Bartlett, 10 catches, 186 yards on three touchdowns. And their offense is they, rolling. They are, man. Cameron Van Zant played against Mr. Austin Myers on the opposite side. At Farmington, he was 29 of 45 for 410 yards and three touchdowns. So, not too shabby yeah. there, too. Two electric quarterback nights right there. And he's a sophomore. Yeah. Eli Massengale from Ozark. Now, check this out, right? Four carries in the first half. 200 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> Goodness gracious. That's unreal. 50 yards a carry. Yep. Jack Cleveland from Robinson was 16 of 23 passing for 403 yards along with a 60-yard touchdown pass. And then Daryl Searcy, the running back there at Robinson, had 100 yards rushing and three TDs. Jay Sean Davis, a, a name that we're very familiar with. He's a super impressive, big, big running back in Arkadelphia. 200 yards rushing in that game against Robinson for five touchdowns. Very nice. Carson Winters from Valley View had a 60-yard interception return for a TD, and Carson Turley, also from Valley View, was 5 of 7 passing for 108 yards and one touchdown. It's going to be interesting to see them this week against uh, Wynn, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Up in Fayetteville, uh, boy, their offense puts up some numbers, don't they? Mm -hmm. Bladen Fike, uh, six touchdown passes and 260 yards. I believe uh, that he was 14 of 18 and I think that was in the first, the first half. half. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's right, too. And then also, Isaiah Satang, is it Satana? Satanga. Yeah. He's the one that's going, that's going to Oregon, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, awesome receiver, three touchdowns, and uh, love to see him flip that and just come on up to Fable. Absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, over at Bryant, I'm 
I'm assuming they're brothers. I'm assuming they're brothers, and they may be twins because yeah. Brian had a set of twins played for him last year. Really? Yeah, defensive backs, yeah. So Miguel and Malachi Graham both had interceptions, <laughs> and both of them returned it for touchdowns. <laughs> M- Miguel had a 59-yard interception return for a touchdown, and Malachi had a 50-yard interception return for a they touchdown. They said – I can do it too. Yeah. See, see, Mama, I'm just as good. <laughs> Robert Hendricks over. Oh, sorry, that's still Brian. I'll go ahead and say it though. Okay. Robert Hendricks over Bright had a 65 yard touchdown run. Okay. And over and cross it, Tyreek Jones, 266 yards passing and 101 yards rushing. That is a game right it there. It sure is. Uh, up at Harrison, uh, had a big win over uh, Alma. Logan Plumley, quarterback there, is 14 for 18. 266 yards, three touchdowns, and then Brody Gillum uh, at Harrison. 130 yards rushing, one touchdown, and 21 yards receiving. Here's a name that we're getting all too yeah. familiar with. Yeah. Old Sunquist Church had another great game. He had 98 yards rushing and two touchdowns. He's at Bentonville, right? Uh, south side, north side, I, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, he may be south side. I can't remember. I can't remember. I didn't put it down there. I, I missed it. I, we'll forgive I've, you. I've had a lot of uh, typos in this, too. I'm t- <laughs> I need to get my act together. All right, over at Russellville, big win over Van Buren, undefeated Van Buren. Uh, Travion Trailer was a tractor trailer because he had <laughs> two sacks and four quarterback hurries. That's pretty impressive. And this is a name we've been waiting to say all year. <laughs> you probably could every week, really. <laughs> yeah, you probably could. Mr. Rocker, ace ball up in Jonesboro. 17 of 23 for 178 yards and two touchdowns. And then also Brock McCoy from Jonesboro had 13 carries for 102 yards and a touchdown. Eli Wisdom up at Shallow Christian. That's a name that anybody that keeps up with college or high school football is familiar with. This is, uh, this is impressive. Very impressive. 15 for 15 passing, 156 yards, three touchdowns. Carried the ball three times for 66 yards and a touchdown. So, like I told you a minute ago, it's hard to go 15 for 15 against Eric. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, to do it in live action is pretty and impressive. And honestly, this is just another week for him. Yeah, that's right. All right. And over in Ashdown we go. We got two names here to recognize. Mr. Jonathan McElroy, 55 yards rushing and three TDs. And Jaden Fricks in Ashdown, 134 yards rushing. And they're undefeated, and, and they've got a, a hog tied in, Shamar Easter. That's right. And then uh, our last one down at Camden Fairview, who is rolling – uh, is Jabari Lockhart, and he had two interceptions. Very nice, very nice. So that's all of our highlights and stats for players' uh, performances last week in week five. And then Junk's going to bring you – this is something we started last week. Yeah. Uh, we're doing between the mats players of the week for each classification. Yeah. Hey, one thing our YouTube people can see, we'll show them the shirt. Yeah. Player of the week shirts. Very They're nice. Awesome. They're awesome. Who's, who's bringing those to us? That is from – of course, American Safeguard Insurance, right. and then Bleacher Bling. Yes. Bleacher Bling, LaDonna Simone. She will hook you up. Whatever school you got, just let her know. She'll get you fixed up. Check them out on Facebook, or you can yeah. check them out online. Yeah. And, and uh, the man, they do some amazing work. I think it, it even says on here, it's like www.shopbleacherbling.com. Very nice. So, for week five, Junk's going to bring you our – between the mats, players of the week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, to be fair, we don't have stats from all the schools. Right. This is from the stats that we can gather together. So, coaches, if you hear this, and we'll tweet this as well, send us your stats if you can. Um, you can tweet them to us. Uh, you can email them. 
my my email is mmcjunkins at asiagents with an s on the end dot com. Uh, but yeah, we'd we'd love to uh, know stats that way we can be sure everybody's Included. nominated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this week though, an impressive list of guys here. Two A. William Litton from Quitman, six carries, 113 yards, four touchdowns in the first quarter. Goodness gracious. Six carries and got in the end zone, four of them. In the first quarter. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> 3A over in Newport, Kylan Crate, three catches, 165 yards, and three touchdowns. 4A, Eli Massingale over at Ozark. And this is the one we talked about a while ago. Uh, four carries, 200 yards, three touchdowns. Also in the first half. That's unreal. And then 5A, you know, Austin was our we, – we didn't announce last week's because we, we actually did it after we recorded. Right. Uh, this is something that's kind of new. Uh, just got everything worked out, getting the shirts done. And uh, But Austin was our 5A last week, and then you look at it this week. And you you kind of want to spread it around. <laughs> but when a guy goes 34 for 46 for 519 yards and seven touchdowns, he just wins again. That's it. That's it. I mean, <laughs> you can't overlook something no, you like can't. that. Uh, 6A, Cam Harris over at Benton. Seven catches, 213 yards, and three touchdowns. And then 7A, he has Bladen Fike from Fayetteville. 14 for 18, 260 yards, six touchdowns in the first half. That's amazing. It is. Hey, before we go into our top tens, I want to mention yep. Caden Henley, right? Mm-hmm. Kid from Shiloh. Shiloh. Who – Last year, me and you raved about. We said he could be the best player, football player in the state. Sure, he is a, a Razorback signing or a commit. Commit. commit yep. I'm sorry. He's a man child, right? You <laughs> know, and, and and you know we we talked about him. He's uh, I think he's up to like 350. Last time we talked to Coach Conway Power on Power Clean. Yeah. So he has a kickoff return, right? Mm-hmm. I saw it on Twitter, and I'm like, well, that's no shocker. He probably took one in the house. Dude, he got hit by people, and it's just like a pinball machine. <laughs> like, he goes, and he hits somebody, and they fall off, and then somebody else hits fall off, and then just – and then the last 30 yards, he just kind of trots in. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is on the ground. <laughs> That's pretty He's awesome. He's so fun to watch, man. Yeah. All right, so that's going to take us into our top tens. Uh, we'll start in 7A uh, this week. I'll start us with 7A. Yes, sir. So, last week, our top ten, we had Brian at number one. Um, Bryant beat Catholic 49 to 13. Cabot was number two. Cabot beat Southwest 45 to seven. We had North Little Rock at number three. North Little Rock lost to Conway 38 to 10. Fayetteville, we had Fayetteville at four. Fayetteville beat Rogers up, handled them pretty easily. And I think that one was pretty much over in the first half, beat them 48, 13. Number five, we had Conway at five last week. As we talked about, they a big win at North Little Rock, 38 to 10. Number six, we had Bentonville. They handled Southside 46 to 7. Number seven, we had Bentonville West, one at Springdale 40 to nothing. And number eight, we had Northside. Northside beat Central 35 to 0. Rogers was nine. They lost to Fayetteville. We talked about that. And then Harbor, we had at 10, and they won at Heritage 42 to 21. So that brings us to our Between the Mats top 10 for week six. Right. Hornets stay at number one. No shock there. They'll be at Central this week. Cabot will be at number two. They're at Conway. So, big, big rivalry game here. That's a big one, man. It'll you know, I asked you when we got here tonight, I said, who's number two? Yeah. And you said, I'm sticking with Cabot for now. I said, well, you got to. Yeah. Just because Conway has a loss. But sure. let's, hey, you know, that <clears throat> loss to Fable, Manny was out the That's second right. half. That's right. 
And, so, and we've talked to several people that think if he would have played, they wouldn't have lost that game. That's right. That's right. But we'll get to we'll get to find out on the field who's that's two right. or three this week. We got Conway at number three, uh, playing at, at you know playing at Conway versus Cabot. North Little Rock at number four. Uh, they're at Southwest. Should take a W there. Number five, Fayetteville is at Southside. Number six, Bentonville is playing at home against Heritage. Number seven, Northside's at Catholic. Number eight, West is playing at home against Rogers. And then number 10, Harbor is playing against Springdale. Okay. Did you have you have West at, at home? I had them at Rogers. Um. Yeah, I've got it at West. Okay, it may be. I, I didn't know. Um, I may have that wrong there. Okay, 6A it is. Lake Hamilton. They kind of they let everybody know Friday night. They did. They? they sure did. So we last week we had Lake Hamilton 1 in Parkview 2 after that impressive Parkview just handling Greenwood. over over Greenwood. Yeah. And so this week, and you wonder how much that takes out of a Parkview team playing a team like Greenwood, then go turn around and sure. play in Lake Hamilton. But – Nonetheless, number one, Lake Hamilton played number two, Parkview, Friday night. And apparently it was a game. It was. Um, Lake Hamilton beat them 24 to 14. Uh, but I think that kind of gives us the idea that Lake Hamilton has kind of set their place as truly the number one sure. team in the state right now. Now, some of the East might disagree with that. That's true. That's but true. Uh, for now, Lake Hamilton's number one, Parkview's two. Uh, Jonesboro, number three, they've done nothing but win. That's right. They're beat, they beat Sheridan 43-6, and then El Dorado, number four. After just last week, you know, barely losing to to, uh, to Jonesboro after being up in the third or fourth quarter, uh, they beat Pine Bluff. They scored 70 points and won 70-38. to 38. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I, I didn't see – I'll probably get the stats tomorrow from uh, – from from El Dorado. Oh yeah, in that's uh, Coach Jones in uh, <laughs> had to have put up some big oh, numbers. I'm, I'm, well, I'm just interested in their quarterback. You yeah. know, he's he's so good. I'm yeah. interested to see his numbers. Uh, we might have, we might have should have waited to pick our, <laughs> our six A. Uh, but uh, Benton, they're number five. They beat Salem Springs sixty six to twenty nine. They just keep on rolling. They keep scoring a lot of points Man, too. Big game this week. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Uh, number six is Greenwood. They beat Mountain Home thirty one to seven. Sylvan's at number seven. They seems like they've kind of got things turned around from where they struggled early this year. Uh, they beat a good Marion team twenty four to ten. Van Buren was number eight. They lost to Russellville 38 to 6. That was one of them I picked. I just watching Russellville some this year and seeing who Van Buren has played up to yeah. this point. I thought Russellville might just be more athletic and, and could run the ball yeah. on them. That's um, a good pick cuz I, I I picked Van Buren. Yeah. Uh Marion uh number 9, they lost to Sylvan Hills 24 to 10 and then Cersei this seems like Coach Clark has really got them rolling now, you know, and th and that's to be expected. A new coach at a new or a school, you know, they struggled a little bit at first, but they played some big teams that's too. Right. Uh, and then, but they've kind of last couple weeks, they're they're not just winning; they're they're winning big, absolutely, on, against the West Memphis team. All right, so this week's number uh, top ten for six A Lake Hamilton, number one, they'll play Russellville at home. Number two, Parkview Parkview goes to Benton, and it just never lets up, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. So Parkview's played. Greenwood, yes. Lake Hamilton, and Benton back yeah. to back, to and, back. and and I I think right before the um, Greenwood was when they played Whitehall, it was thirteen to ten. Yeah, so you know, I mean, they're, they're battle. <laughs> they're tested. going through the gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, number three, Jonesboro going down to Pine Bluff. Number four, Elder Raiders going to Sheridan. Number five, Benton's at home with Parkview, as we mentioned. Number six, Greenwood. They'll be at home playing Salem Springs. Seven, Sylvan Hills going over to West Memphis. 
Uh, number eight, Cersei. We moved them to number eight this week. Uh, they're playing at Marion. Uh, number nine, Marion, right behind them. They're they're got Cersei at home. And then number ten, Russellville jumped back up in the top ten, and they'll go to Lake Hamilton this week. So <laughs> they get back in the top the, ten, and then they got to play Lake. <laughs> they got to play number one. <laughs> That's the way it is. That's right. All right, five A we go. So last week we had PA number one. They won and beat a Liberty Christian Texas team. Went down to Texas and just showed some Arkansas dominance. Beat them sixty three to fourteen. You know I mentioned this to you before. I I, I think there's a at least a possibility, if not a good chance, this may be the best team PA's ever had. It may be. It's good. Probably because it's got Trevor Duke, my cousin, you know, as, as <laughs> the center. But, you know. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that Liberty Christian team is coached by um, the former Dallas Cowboy tight end. Um, Novacek? No, the, no. Uh, the one. Moose Johnston? No. Mm-hmm. The one that just retired. Oh, 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 gosh. How can I not remember that? Uh, the, that was an announcer? Yes. I just went completely blank. I anyway, I think I'm he's coaching. I think he's coaching that team. Okay. Number two, last week we had Whitehall. Uh, we had moved them ahead of Little Rock Christian and uh, shows that we knew a little bit about what we saw. Hey, I told you, I said, that, <laughs> hey, that, that pick made us look good, baby. <laughs> look good. So Whitehall beat Little Rock Christian 16 to 10 in a heck of a ball game there. Little Rock Christian was number three. Number four was Wynn, and Wynn got a, uh, they won at Green County Tech 32 to 10. Number five, Fairview beat Texarkana 33-0. The Greenbrier Panthers went to Clarksville and played in a downpour and beat the Panthers 34-13. to Valonia Eagles were number seven last week, and they went and beat an undefeated Farmington team at Farmington and just put up some crazy offensive yeah, numbers. Uh, beat them 57-28. to Number eight last week, we had Maumel. Maumel beat um, BB 35-17. to Number nine was Harrison, and Harrison beat Alma 42-21, and Farmington uh, lost to Valonia 57-28. So this week, number top ten in 5A, PA number one, they play at Whitehall, which will be a big ball game in the Central. Let me tell you something. That Whitehall defense, they have played five games, right? Mm-hmm. Two of those games has been Little Rock Parkview, one of the biggest offenses in the – I mean, you talk about multiple yeah. multiple D1 sign or commits. Yeah. And then they play Little Rock Christian. Who's, who puts up crazy numbers. Right. In five games, with those two included, they're, they've given up 23 points, which means 4.6 points per game. <laughs> That's just silly. But they'll be tested this week. Yeah, this week, I don't care how good you are. I, don't, I just don't think people stop them. Yeah. You just got to outscore. That's right. And I don't think they're built for I, that. I don't think they are either. All right, so number one's PA. They play at uh, Whitehall, which Whitehall's our number two team this week. Number three, we kept Little Rock Christian there in a tough loss to Whitehall. They're at BB this week. Win will stay at number four. They they play a big game this week in the in the East, and they play Valley View at home. Uh, Fairview will play another big game in the South. I would like to watch this game. Yeah, so Fairview is playing at home against Magnolia, a team that me and Junk had thought at the beginning of the season, would end up factoring in big time at the end of the year. And they kind of struggled yeah. offensively at the beginning of the year. but And looks, didn't know how. Right. Yeah. Because they had so many returning. Now, I don't know about their line. Yeah. I, I'd heard they lost several lines. Yeah, they may have. But I think they're starting to figure it out. Yeah, they are. Number six, Greenbrier Panthers will stay at number six. They're 5-0 and in the season. First time Greenbrier has been 5-0 and since 2012. Big one this week, though. Yeah, big one. And going to Harrison, uh, a Harrison team that lost by one to Farmington a couple weeks ago, which was their first loss in the West in like three, three and a half years. years. Yeah. 
So, big game in, for Greenboro this week. Valonia goes to P Ridge, which is a long drive to play a half of football. But I'm afraid that's right, what right. it's, that's what's going to be. I'm afraid that's what it's going to be. Well, you look, and and I know I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but you know, Morton's down this year, yeah. and it was forty to nothing, I think, in the third quarter. Yeah. Over P. Ridge. I think it's 33-0 at half. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're just struggling. They just, yeah, just down this year. And then Harrison's number eight. Big game against Greenbrier at home this week. Number nine, Maumel, is at Jacksonville. And number 10, Farmington, plays the old Devil Dogs this week. Yep, yep. Oh, Maumel, finally. It's funny. They're in the top 10. They got their first win this week. <laughs> They've been through the gauntlet. They have. All right, 4A. The uh, boy, I love four A. There's so many good teams in here. Uh, you know, we had Shaw Christian number one. They they've just been kind of the the cream of the crop and have been for a little while now. Number two, we had Joe T. Uh, I guess I'll tell you what what, what Shallow did. Shallow beat Green Forest fifty eight to twelve. No shocker there. Mentioned uh, Eli Wisdom fifteen for fifteen. Uh, then of course Caden Henley. I don't know his stats. I'm sure they were awesome, but. Uh, Huge, huge touchdown uh, on the on the kickoff return. Uh, Joe T. Robinson beat a very good Arkadelphia team, fifty six to thirty two. That one shocked me a little bit. Me too. I, I thought that would be a really good ball game. I didn't think the the margin of victory would be near that. I didn't either. Uh, number three, Arkadelphia. As we mentioned, they lost to, to Robinson, fifty six thirty two. Warren beat Star City, forty to fifteen. That Warren bunch is rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashdown, number five, beat Boxite, twenty one to seven. Number six. Um, I've got mine backwards. I had cross it, and I know that wasn't right. I guess we had – I'll just – number six was Stuttgart. They beat Heber Springs 42-0. Seven, Lone Oak beat Bald Knob 14-0. Expected that to be a little bigger of, yeah. a, of a win. Uh, number eight, cross it, uh, beat Dumas 66-14. Impressive win. Yeah. 66 points. It's a lot of points. It is. Number nine, Mills. I don't know if I did that right. But anyway, Mills uh, – they beat CAC sixty to sixteen, and then number ten Prairie Grove beat Gravit forty four to twenty five. I think I had my top tens wrong, but we got I got the new ones right. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, and I tell you, a team that I boy I've almost tried to put I've almost tried to sneak them in there on you is Elkins. Yeah, and they just keep winning. They do. Uh, do you know you know who's coaching there? Uh-uh. Um, oh, I just, Drew Morgan. Oh, is he? Really? Yeah, he's coaching there. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I saw that on Twitter this week. Um, so, okay, so n- number f- number uh, one this week in the new top ten, week six, Shallow Christian, they'll go to Prairie Grove. Big-time conference game, biggest game of the season in the conference. Yeah, and Prairie Grove played them really tough last, they did. last year at Shallow. Right. So, this is an interesting ball game. Yeah, they'll play at Prairie Grove. I don't expect – it is an interesting game. I don't expect it to be as – Maybe even as big of a game last year, just because I think that shallow team, they, everybody was back. Sure, and I think they're just better. They yeah. just they just melded, you know. Yeah. Uh, number two, Joe T. Robinson. They play the Scrappers of Nashville at home. Uh, number three, we went ahead and moved Warren up to three. Uh, they're going to Dumas. Number four, Arkadelphia. We still think they're a top four team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are playing Fountain Lake at home this week. Number five, the Ashdown Panthers playing Malvern at home this week. Number six, Stuttgart. They're four and one. They're playing at Bald Knob. Looks Number like s- maybe they've gotten things figured out a little bit. I, I think they've they've they have. I don't know what happened to them because they had so many come back. I don't know if they just kind of just kind of went through a. 
hangover from yeah. last year. You know that 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 score against Tiber, nothing against Tiber, but that that's the kind of scores we expected mm-hmm. to see. That's exactly mark. that's exactly right. Uh, number seven, Mills. They're five and zero. Oh. They're scoring a lot of points. They play at Clinton this week. Number eight is Crossit. They play at DeWitt. Number nine, Prairie Grove. As we mentioned before, they're home this week against Shallow Christian. And then number ten, Lone Oak. They're at Batesville Southside. Could be a ball game. Could be a good ball game. Jackrabbits keep winning, but this will be a tough test for them. It will be. All right. 3A we go. Last week, number one was Prescott. Prescott beat Falk 56-0, and, man, they just continue to roll. Number two, Boonville. This was an interesting ball game. They went down and played a Timpson, Texas team who was a state runner-up, I believe, in 2A in Texas last year. Apparently a really good football team. Right. And uh, Boonville gave them all they wanted, but come up a little short. Timpson yep. beat them 57-40. to 40. Uh, Number three, we had Harding, who put it on Mountain View, which I, I was a little surprised by this, this score because I thought Mountain View would play them a little bit better. But Harding beat them 38-0. to zero. You know, and we kind of lost some, some confidence in Harding after that Valley View loss. But that's such a big jump. It is, absolutely. and And it was a one-point loss. Yeah. And since then, they've done nothing but roll. That's right. That's right. Number four, the McGee Owls continue to roll. They're 5-0 and in the season. They beat Lake Village 41-14. to Number five, Osceola beat Piggott 67-0. That's a big win. Big win. Number six, Paris. The Eagles are undefeated still in the season as they beat Two Rivers 58-0. to Charleston, number seven. 5-0 and on the season, beat Cedarville 40-20, to which they kind of thought Cedarville would push them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that Cedarville team's not bad. That's right. Number eight, uh, center point, beat Horatio 41-6. to Number nine, uh, Glen Rose beat Genoa Central 41-6. to And then Hoxie uh, won by forfeit. Uh, Palestine yeah. Wheatley had a yeah, forfeit. forfeit. It looked like a COVID maybe. Yeah. And so our top ten for this week, Prescott continues to be number one until somebody knocks him off. This is a big game for them and probably a big game for Center Point because Center Point wants to prove something. Sure. I just don't know if they're going to have enough to get it I done. I don't either, and I think this is the I think this is the conference championship. Yeah. But, you know, Center Point could be the second best team in the state and could may be. not be able to play with them. That's right. You know. We'll find out. Boonville stays at number two, and they're at Mayflower this week. Number three, Harding, is at Riverview. Number four, McGee, plays at Camden Harmony Grove, which ought to be a good ball game. That should be a good one. Yeah. Number five, Osceola goes – they're at home against Palestine Wheatley. I hope they're able to play this week. Uh, Paris is uh, playing against Baptist Prep, a Baptist Prep team that uh, is playing good football this year and put it on Mayflower last week. So that will be a good ball game. Charleston – is number seven. They play at home against Mansfield, Center Point, and Prescott. Glen Rose is number nine, and they play at home against Bismarck, which ought that to be, be a good one. Be a good one. And then Hoxie is at Corning this week. That Hoxie team just keeps winning. That's right. Of course, I guess it's hard to lose when they forfeit, but, <laughs> but they have been they have been winning. Okay, two A. You know, this is my my little old conference or my little old class. That's right. As a, as an old Middle Springs Hornet, uh, Bigelow, they just been rolling this year. They've been they were number one. They beat a pretty good Yellville Summit team, thirty five to eight. Number two was the Garden Go Devils, and they put it on Hampton, beat them forty eight to six. Number three, McCroy, they beat East Point's at County twenty two to eighteen. That one shocked me a little bit. Yeah, it did me too. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this: these smaller teams that run the ball a lot. Um, 
I, I would just guess in the rain they might have been a little fumbling yeah, going on little, or something. A little sloppy, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, and, and a lot of these teams still play on grass, too. That's true. So yeah. it could have been a real sloppy field. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, that score shocked me a little bit. Uh, number four, Hazen beat Magnet Coves 20-7. to seven. Clarendon, I've got Clarendon didn't play. Yeah, I've got them all. Okay, well. yeah. Uh, Fordyce, they beat Carlisle 28-12. to 12. Desark, now this one shocked me a little bit. Me I expected too. them to win, but they beat Mount Ida 58-8, to eight, a Mount Ida team that we had at number eight. Yes. Uh, which is the next one. They lost to Desark 58-8. to eight. Then number nine, Junction City did not play. They were off. And then number 10, Whitman, who we moved up this last week back in the top ten, they beat Johnson County Westside 47-8. to eight. Uh, Hector beat Conroy Christian 46-8. to eight. They were not in our top ten, but I did write them down just because I wanted to see – where they'd fit in this week, possibly. Uh, this week, number one, Bigelow. They're staying at number one. They're 5-0. and They'll play Mountain Burke at home. Number two, Gurdon. They're playing at home against Earl. Okay. Yeah, did you probably have something? I, had, it, I yeah. had them all as off. Okay, yeah. well, I saw somebody else had them at a different game, and then but I, I saw where it was two different two different places said two different things, so I went to Gurdon's school, and they do play Earl at Okay, home. yeah. Good deal. Uh, McCroy's number three. Uh, we're going to keep them there just because they've beaten the ones behind them. Yeah. And they're at Cedar Ridge, number four, Hazen, at Desart. Number five, Clarendon, uh, they're playing England at home. Number six, Desart. We moved them up from seven to six after that impressive win. Uh, they're going to play Hazen. That's a big one. That's a big game. Uh, number seven, Fordyce, another big one. They'll yes. play Junction City at home. Number eight, Junction City playing at Fordyce. Number nine, Quitman. They'll play Yellville Summit, who's a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, that could be a good game. Uh, then number 10, moved in Hector. You know, couldn't keep Mount Ida in there after losing the 50 points. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but we, we moved Hector up there, 3-1. and one. They'll go play at Magazine. All right. So that will wrap us up for our Between the Mats Top 10s for Week 6. And it's hard to believe, man, that we're already halfway through know, the football man. season. It's crazy. I mean, it's unbelievable. It goes by so fast. Well, we wait all year, and it's just like a blink of an eye, and it's gone. You know, and it's funny, too, and I and – I, I even kind of hate to admit this, but it's so so much as we look forward to it mm-hmm. and how much fun we have in it when it's over. It's just kind of like, oh, oh man, <laughs> that's right. But uh, yeah, like you're sad, but at the same time, you're just a little bit like, oh, I can rest a little bit. Now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And it's Christmas time, so yeah. it's holiday season. You're just sure. like. I could probably stand a couple of weeks later, yeah. but then you want it back. That's right. <laughs> just a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right, so that will take us into our week six pick-ems. Pick-ems. So we got 25 of the best games of the in the state this week, and uh, we're tied up going into week six. So this will be – Oh, a, yes, we are. There's some tough games to pick, man. There are. Tough pick, games. Uh, tough ones that are – a lot of them are basically conference championships. Yep. That's right. All right, so let's get started. Number one, the Cabot Panthers come into Faulkner County to take on the high-flying Conway Wampus Cats. The old kittens. I've got the Cats by seven. I got the Cats by ten. Okay. Number two, Bentonville West goes to Rogers. I've got West by three. I picked West by three, too. This was a tough one to pick. Yeah. The old Cersei Lions going to Marion. I've got Cersei by ten. I picked Cersei by seven. Okay. Number four, El Dorado going to Sheridan, a Sheridan team that is much improved. But the, the thing about Sheridan, they're playing a dead gum yeah, tough conference. They, they've taken it on the chin a couple times yeah. the last couple of weeks. I've got this El Dorado offense, high flying offense by seventeen. 
I actually picked Elderator by 40 in this one. Okay. Uh, go ahead. All right, number five, Little Rock Park View at the Benton Panthers. Man, this was a hard one for me to pick. You know, I, I know Benton's playing a lot better football. They're rolling right now. Parkview took a tough loss last week, but I've got Parkview in this one by three. I picked the Benton Panthers. Look at you. Going by with one. the Panthers. I like it. So you picked them by one? I did. Okay. Silent Springs on the road against the Greenwood Bulldogs. I've got Greenwood by 17. I picked Greenwood by 24. Okay. Number seven, Mountain Home at Van Buren. I've got Mountain Home in this one by six. I got Mountain Home by three. Really? Yeah, I did. Number eight, Pulaski Academy at Whitehall. This will be a uh, big game to determine the conference champion in the e- yeah. in the Central, in the 5A Central. I've got PA by 10. Might shock you a little bit, but I picked them by 28. Wow. I, I just don't think anybody can slow them down. Yeah. Well, this will be a true test of offense sure. versus defense. Sure. Number nine, Valley View in a big game in the East, the 5A East. They go to win. I've got win by 13. I picked win by 18. Okay. Number 10, Magnolia going to Camden Fairview. Big game in the 5A South. I've got Camden Fairview by three. I picked Camden Fairview by 14. Okay. Number 11, Morlton. The Devil Dogs travel up to Farmington. I've got Farmington by 10. I picked Farmington by 30. Wow. Okay. Number 12, Greenbrier going up to Harrison. I've got our beloved Panthers by 10 at Harrison. I got Greenbrier by six. Okay. Number 13, Shiloh at Prairie Grove. I've got Shiloh by seven. I got Shiloh by 18. Okay. Number 14, Lone Oak at Batesville Southside. I've got the Jackrabbits by three. Oh, yeah? Yep. I got Southside by three. I like it. All right, number 15. Little Just, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. Just so you know, Stuttgart played Southside at that Southside. Yeah. Beat them by four. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're pretty good at home. All right. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> number 15, Little Rock Mills goes to Clinton. I've got Mills by 10. I got Mills by 35. Goodness gracious. I'm telling you, there's some some of these teams are just rolling. <laughs> number 16, Cave City at Pocahontas. I've, this was going to be a tough one. Uh, I went back and forth on this one. I've got Pocahontas by three. Oh, yeah, you do. I got Cave City by three. <laughs> I think the three games. We've we, really picked them yeah. just right at close. That's right. Yeah. Number 17, Fountain Lake at Arkadelphia. I've got the Badgers by 13. I got them by 14. Okay. Malvern at Ashdown. I've got Ashdown by three in this one. Really? You think it's going to be close? I do. I got Ashdown by 18. Okay. Malvern just hasn't quite produced like I thought they would. Yeah, I agree with you. Number 19, Newport at Mountain View. I've got Newport in this one by six. I picked them by 12, but this could be a good football game. Really could. You know, and I I probably would have went a little bit closer or maybe even picked Mountain View if they wouldn't have took it. Took such a bad loss. Yeah. Yeah. All right, number 20, Baptist Prepped at Paris. I've got the Paris Eagles by 14. I got Paris by 20. This will be their biggest test so far, I think. Yeah. Number 21, Glenn Rose at Bismarck. Should be a heck of a ball game. I'm going to go Glenn Rose by seven. I picked them by eight, but I agree it'll be a good one. Okay. 22, center point at Prescott. I'm going to go. I think this will be a good ball game, but I think the Curly Wolves just have too much talent. They're too athletic. I've got Curly Wolves by 16. Gonna laugh at me, but I, I I went ahead and picked Prescott by thirty. I, I just I don't think anybody can stop him. Yeah, no, I'm 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 with you. Number twenty three, McGee at Camden Harmony Grove. I'm going the Owls in a close one. 
I've got McGee by three. I went ahead and picked him by 14, but I, I agree. This could be a pretty good matchup. Yep. Number 24, Hazen and Dezo at Desark. And, man, I could not decide. I could not decide. <laughs> this was tough. I, 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 I may surprise you who I picked on this one. I went with Hazen by yeah. one. Good, good, because I went by, with Desark by six. <laughs> I think Desark's just kind of got it. Got it back rolling the way they did. Yeah, you know the only reason I went, I, I went hazing. I looked at them, and you know they both lost to McCrory by twelve. Mm-hmm. And so the right. only only reason I went hazing is because of the quarterback Luke King there at hazing. He's, yeah, he's just a baller, man. But they are going to Desert. That's true. Very true. All right. So the last pick of week six in our picks of the week, number twenty five, Junction City at Fordyce. I'm going Red Bugs by six. I picked the Red Bugs by nine. All right. So, we were pretty close. We yeah, only, we were. Only had four games. Is that it? Yep. Well, I knew we had a few, and they were close ones. Yeah. All right. So, that'll that's wrap it, us man. up. You got anything else? That's it, man. We're going to just barely beat an hour. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what we need. So, shout out to Bleacher Bling. Hey, by the way, I had to wear my Cardinal <laughs> swag after going that. 19 of 20, 17 straight to go to the playoffs. That's pretty impressive. Probably going to play – the Dodgers and Scherzer next Wednesday for a one-game playoff and get beat. But, hey, we made it. That's right. That's right. You're in. Yeah. Bleach your Hey, shout out to Varsity Coolers, yeah. another sponsor. Tell us about them. So, Varsity Coolers, a couple of really cool guys on this. Actually, three really cool guys on Varsity Coolers. Right. Two of us being you and me. <laughs> Some uh, might dispute the cool part. <laughs> Just saying. Listen, we've got an awesome, awesome deal here. We've got – you can get – we've got several different coolers. Um you get your they're they're, they're hard co- hard coolers like like your Yeti style. Yep. I hate to say that they're they're not Yetis. They're they're big frig is who makes them. They're better. They're better. <laughs> I mean they're cool. I mean I, I've never seen anybody that looked at them and was like oh, I don't like it. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, but we can put any logo on them and, okay. and they're and it's there. It's not like a scratch it off. No. It, it is in the cooler. Yeah. And uh, you can put all of these high school your high school teams. We do them for high schools. We do them for summer league teams. We do them for businesses. We've got awesome growlers that are engraved with teams. We've got tumblers, and uh, got the website up and running. It's, yeah, so it go, is. go check them out. Yeah. I mean, if you're in the market for a cooler, or you know, we got some fundraising opportunities. Fundraising is a big deal. So uh, go check out our, our website and and you know, if you're in the market for a yeah. cooler, you you'd you'd be bad wrong not to go with one of these. That's right. And and on the fundraising deal, like you 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 coaches especially, like your programs, we can set this deal up to where. Your kids go and they and they they sell these to people, and uh, they can get. We'll give them a link. They go online and buy it. Simple. It, it, you you get. We split the proceeds yep. or, or the the profits, I guess. And then, like you, you never have to touch the money. That's right. And uh, you, you don't have to deal with anything. We order the stuff whenever the, the fundraiser's done. And yep. it goes to your people. That's it. It's pretty simple. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap us up here for week six. And uh, we appreciate everybody. Uh, all the ap- activity on Twitter sure. has been amazing. It's been awesome. And so thank you for your support. Uh, players of the week, be ready. Your shirts will be on the way this yep, week. Absolutely. All right, guys. Check y'all next week. You've been listening to Between the Mats. 
your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox. Produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.